Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Karen Can Radio Show. The intention of this show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you don't have a copy of my book, you can get the first six chapters absolutely free on my website, www.karencan.com. Just put in your name and email address, and I'll send you the link where you can download the book, and you'll actually get access to five of my Fast Track Your Healing webinars, absolutely free as well, and you can watch them at any time. So love to connect with you, and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and all those great social media. In fact, you'll probably see lots of pictures of food if you uh, connect with my Instagram if you want to know what I eat every day, because uh, that's what I like to take pictures of. <laughs> anyway, today uh, I have a very special guest, and I'm very, very excited before I introduce our special guest, I want to tell you a little story. I'm going to come clean and be honest. When I was doing my Reiki healing training over many, many years and um, spiritual development because of my illness, fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue, I had to find some way of healing myself and went through this incredible spiritual growth and epiphany. I heard over and over again from my spiritual teachers that I should meditate. You know, even five or ten minutes a day, I should meditate. So I would try to meditate. And I would, you know, do guided, guided, guided meditation. That was kind of fun for a while. And then I would get kind of bored. And then I would try this kind of more zen-like meditation. And, boy, that didn't last very long at all. And watching my breath. And I guess my spiritual teacher kept smiling at me gently and saying, well, you really like doing, don't you? I'm like, yeah, I do. So I'm like a big workaholic. I love working. I'm passionate about working. And I have a really hard time just being. And she was trying to get me to understand how to just be. And I didn't really get it because, I, you know, my mind was like, okay, give me the benefits of being, seriously, <laughs> besides feeling peaceful for the moment. Uh, I got a, a big to-do list to do. And I've got all these dreams and things I want to manifest. So um, this isn't working for me. So I got to tell you, I, I'm not very good at the whole meditation thing. But I came across this book, The Secrets of Instant Healing. Of course, my mind was like, instant healing, cool. I need to read this book, anything to help myself and my patients. So I read this book voraciously cover to cover, and I thought, oh, my gosh, isn't that interesting? Now, I'm not going to give away you know, everything we're going to talk about today, but I went online and I did pretty much am reading everything that this author has produced. Uh, the author is Dr. Frank J. Kinslow, and he is author of The Secret of Quantum Living, The Secret of uh, Instant Healing, um, The Kinslow System, and several DVDs, CDs. And he held, holds workshops around the world about his system of quantum entrainment. So when I started practicing the quantum entrainment, my mind was very happy because my mind now has sort of like a goal, even though it's not a goal. <laughs> and uh, I got to tell you, I'm actually able and it's easy for me to do this process daily. And it's sort of like meditation, but I can see the benefits now. And certainly when Frank's system talked about manifesting, aha, ding, 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 
big gold stars there. Like, oh, I'm very interested in that. My mind really liked that. And I read something about that in Deepak Chopra's book many, many years ago, but I didn't understand it. And the way that Frank writes is hilarious, first of all, entertaining, and he simplifies things down over, you know, he's had decades and decades of experience um, in the spiritual realm and and, uh, and this kind of stuff that we're interested in that people are listening in the show for. So I'm very excited to introduce Frank to the show. Hello, Frank, and welcome. Well, thank you very much, Karen, and it's uh, I'm excited to be here, by, especially after that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I know for you, you like to simplify things, and you've gone through many, many years of you know transcendental meditation, spiritual teaching, which you kind of gave up. Uh, all together and kind of went, you know, through this hole, kind of like so many of us do the healer path, do this dark night of the soul thing. So maybe you can tell our listeners about what you went through to get to where you are today, because many people just reading your books think, oh, well, gee, it's easy for him. He's nice and successful. Well, um, of course, I started out, um, you know, actually in my teens, trying, actually before that, in Japan, uh, I lived there when I was uh, 8, 9, and 10, and uh, that was back in the 50s. And um, I had a teacher, a uh, uh, judo teacher. Now, I was a young American and uh, very strong compared to the the Japanese that I did judo with, and so I would overpower them, which is not at all uh, what judo is about. It's called the gentle way where you use your uh, partner, I mean, your yes, your partner's uh, force against them. And uh, you go with them, and then then you show them where to go. Uh, and mm. so anyhow, that was the, the the teaching of judo. But I was overpowering because I could. Well, he had me. Um, uh, of course, I was king of the roost with uh, in our dojo. And one day, this little guy shows up. Uh, he comes up to uh, about my middle of my chest, and uh, the our teacher says, uh, "Okay, you two... Uh, play judo or randori and and uh so i thought I, I saw it in my mind i was going to flip him out that paper window right into the courtyard That's just, <laughs> just, well as soon as i i grabbed on to this little guy i ended up on my back and then i thought well uh, i must have slipped i don't know how that happened <laughs> long story short in 10 minutes i spent nine of those minutes on my back looking at the ceiling I became very frustrated, angry, and I marched out of there. My father made me go back. I didn't want to go back. I went back. The little guy wasn't there anymore, but uh, I had been humbled. And uh, I found out later that uh, this little guy, who was six years old, and I think I was nine at the time and and much stronger, uh, he was he had been practicing since he was a little guy, and he would go around to different dojos and sort of uh, deflate those egos like mine. So it started back then. I, I started to learn that you can't control everything. You cannot be in control. Um, I started meditating uh, two and a half hours a day uh, all through uh, about 20 years of my life and then um, I picked up various and sundry techniques and philosophies. And again, after about 35, almost 40 years, uh, I went through a crisis. When I turned 61... Um, I, uh, I I lost my job. I uh, was deeply in debt. My health was not good. And mm. I thought, I can't believe this. After a whole lifetime of, quote, 
spiritual studies and and being totally dedicated to becoming enlightened, um, here I am. You know, if I don't get my act together, this is going to be pretty close to the end of my life. Uh, So I sat down on my couch and I started throwing out of my life everything that didn't work. And uh, this was a three-day process. Of course, I didn't have a job, so I had plenty of time. And uh, (laughs) uh, at the end of three days, I ended up with nothing, and I started to get depressed. I threw everything out of my life. Nothing really worked. And so I got a little depressed, and then I I threw out the nothing. I threw out the depression. I said, that doesn't work either, Frank. And as soon as I did, this great peace descended on me. And I thought, wow, this is true nothing. When you are looking for something, that's not nothing. You're still looking to, to do something, to get something, to be something. And as long as you're doing that, you're not at rest. You're not at peace. As soon as I threw out the depression, um, uh, this great peace came. And I thought, wow, this is incredible. I wonder if it can be taught to others. And I found out that, yes, it's a natural process for us human beings to experience this. We have learned that it isn't. We have learned that it's hard, that it takes decades of study to to clear the mind of thought or to experience peace. I discovered how to do it in literally seconds. And so uh, not only could I teach it to another person because, it's like I said, it's natural. It's built into us human beings. But I found I could write the instructions down and they could be uh, followed. And, uh, and uh, you know, so what happened now is uh, it, it's grown in the last six years uh, around the world. We, we, we go around the world twice now a year, my wife and I, and we teach starting in Asia and move our way through Europe and then back to the States. So uh, that that's the story there, and and uh, the the lesson here is that nothing works. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh! I think you have uh, quantum entrainment T-shirts. Does it say that on the T-shirt? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and now quantum entrainment—that's a big scientific-sounding name, and the process is scientific, but it's really—it's just so natural and normal. Uh, it, it's a process that we're born with. It's it's built on perception, and every one of us, anyone listening to this program, can perceive. We perceive through our senses. Um, and you know, there there are many different ways. You mentioned uh, several of them uh, for meditating, for instance. There's the the devotional path, and there's the intellectual path, and there's the physical yoga kind of path, and then there's the mantra kind of uh, mechanical path. Well, this is unique. It's it's quite different. It's the perceptual path. All the others take time. Mm-hmm. This one, as soon as you perceive something, your body and mind are already set up to react to it. For instance, if you perceive uh, or see a dog being hit by a car in the road, okay, you mm. hear the screeching brakes, you see the dog... Well, what happens in your body? It goes into fight or flight, you know. The eyes dilate, the adrenaline starts pumping along with the heart and so on and so forth. And in the mind, it becomes agitated, doesn't it? It becomes ready. What's going to happen? You know, what did happen? Oh, my gosh. Now, that all happened automatically just from that perception. Now think of... Now think of looking at a sunset. You perceive or you, you look at a sunset and... You become quieter in the body, and you become quieter in the mind. In neither case did you have to say, oh, I'm going to get excited, or, oh, now I'm going to feel peace. (laughs) Right. It happened automatically. 
And that's the way we are built if we are given the chance, every single one of us. And so all I discovered was, and, I'm, and really it was just being in the right place at the right time in the right uh, frame of awareness that I saw this. And, uh, and now, you know, hundreds of thousands of people around the world are taking advantage of this, changing their lives by, by doing nothing, basically, or at least starting by doing nothing. Oh, and I have to add, I have to add, it's very simple. It's, you know, to learn it's a three-step process. Then after you're familiar with that three-step, we take two of those steps away. So you can do it anytime, anywhere. And that's why you like it, because you don't have to sit down to get the benefits. You can be moving around in your daily life and uh, and experience the benefits. Exactly, exactly. Because, you know, uh, the in the You Feeling book, you talk about, you know, these two worlds where, you know, common consciousness and we're kind of doing, doing our stuff. And it's not that it's wrong. It's just, you know, our everyday lives we're used to. We're trained that way. And then there's, you know, this amazing euphoric or you feeling that uh, one gets during quantum entrainment and that, um, you know, it's not just about sitting there in that feeling and not doing anything either because that's not fully living. It's that combination. And that's, I guess I've been searching for something like this for so long. I didn't even know I was searching for it, but it just didn't seem quite right for me in terms of the whole, you know, I have friends that meditate two hours a day and other people that I know that that are so devoted in their meditation practice, and I got to tell you, Frank, I my you know my critical mind comes up and says, "Gee, they're not any richer than I am. They're not any happier than I am, and they're certainly yeah. not uh, uh, healthier than I am. So why am I doing this again?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I, no, you know, you are very smart, very perceptive. Um, what happens is we get caught in these uh, philosophical uh, illusions. That, oh, you see, you see one person. For instance, you get a, a guru who is slow walking, slow talking, big smile, you know. Yes. And then we say, "Wow, he's peaceful all the time," you know. But, <laughs> but and then we try to get that. We try to be something we're not. Mm. But when we do QE, we become more of what we are, and that's allowed to. It's like moving away the dust so that we can shine through. We can play our own music, not the music that someone else tells us we should play or the one that we believe that we should play, but actually our own music, and it's so beautiful. Oh, that is so neat. Now, I know when, uh, at first when I was practicing the you feeling, and the other truth is, uh, you know, the number of minutes that you said to practice, I, I, I was too lazy to do that, so... <laughs> But I was still like, I'm still doing this, uh, you know, even though it's like two minutes at a time, something like that. But I was, you know, this you feeling, you know, I didn't, like you were saying it could be bliss or ecstasy or uh, just uh, silence or stillness. For me, it was basically stillness. I didn't have a feeling per se, Um, but Uh I felt a lot of vibration in my body and just kind of observing that vibration without judgment. Uh And I don't know, I tend to be very in the body, like clairsentient, so I feel other people's stuff when I want to, and I use that for my healing work. Um, So is that that part of what somebody could feel, like in terms of the you feeling? Exactly. Your experience, though, is unique to you, and that's what Mm -hmm. I mean by playing your own music, you know. Uh, Some people are made to sit down, and meditate for hours on end. I, I can do that, and I have. I have meditated uh, in silent, still meditation day after day. Uh, I have accumulated almost three years of this silent meditation. 
Wow. Uh, you know, where I would go to literally a mountaintop in the Alps or or into an ashram somewhere and do it for months on end. I can do that. I'm I'm built that way. But um, uh, it, it, it only for short periods of time, and then it's like pulling an arrow back. You know, then it's time to spring forward into activity. That's me. Other people, my wife included now, I couldn't get her to sit down and meditate, you know, if I put her in an orphan. <laughs> and yet she is the most, you know, she's the, the happiest, most productive, most uh, vibrant soul that I know. Mm. And so, uh, and she does QE on the run. And yep. So that's it. And if you do it, you know, two, three seconds here or two, three minutes there, or you take time to do a 10-minute session with somebody else. Remember, we're we're talking about it like it was a meditation, which it is, as far as I'm concerned, the ultimate meditation. But when you experience this deep healing, people around you experience it. And this is what your listeners would probably like to know, that when you experience this, have this you feeling, the QE experience, People around you, even your pets, will start to heal. Not not in days, but immediately. And uh, you'll see things like, uh, you know, shoulders that have been locked up free up in two three minutes. Um, you know, pets tumors and that disappearing. I mean, we have we have reports from all over around the world, and these are people who've just read the book, much less wow. they work. I see on on YouTube you have uh, lots of videos of you. Uh, teaching in front of a big crowd in different uh, parts of the world, and it seems like uh, uh, it's probably easy to demonstrate. Like everybody on stage has a shoulder issue. <laughs> well, you know that's that's easy for everyone to see too. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they respond, um, but we have we've had them in wheelchairs. We've had the. I, I'm thinking of the first one I did in in Germany uh, was in Hamburg, and uh, it was a woman in the back, and she raised her hand. She says, you know. Uh, I have a hip problem. I said, well, come on up. Well, it took her 10 minutes to get on the stage. She had this advanced arthritis. She had uh, crutches, and she got up on the stage, and after about five minutes, she just threw her crutches down and turned around like a spring chicken. And, uh, you know, she was just very happy. She said uh, she wasn't going to take the workshop. This was just for a demonstration. Oh. The next day she took the workshop, and she said, um, you know, I didn't have to take any of my medication today. Now, she she we saw her about three four years later, and she was completely free of her arthritic condition. She had had some uh, uh, um, she had degenerated to the point where she needed an operation uh, on her hip. But that notwithstanding, she was completely a very happy young lady, and that's somewhere on the YouTube to uh, her her testimonial. But um, uh, the the point is that. QE does not heal a specific problem. When we do QE, we experience the deepest rest possible, the deepest peace possible. And when we do that, we heal. Because there's, And you know this as a physician. Rest is the universal healer. The deeper the rest, the deeper the healing. And we have found out that actually... Um, uh, experience what's called a rest that's deeper than sleep, than deep sleep. Um, and there's science to back this up um, to show that uh, the state that we experience when we are sitting with eyes closed doing QE is deeper than deep sleep. When we get out and move around, it's the deepest rest that we can have 
while we're moving around, while we're doing our daily activities. So that means we're continually healing. And anything that comes in that's stressful gets thrown off very quickly. So it's a very, very, uh, it's a beautiful, fun thing. If it's not fun, we have a saying, if it isn't easy and it isn't fun, it isn't QE. Not QE, right. Well, speaking of the the deep breath, I was very interested in that too because uh, one of my patients uh, is one of the most challenging patients that I have who's also a dear friend. Um, uh, She has a sleep apnea issue and they're, really weird stuff that we're finding that's that's contributing to it, and no one can seem to make her better. And so I was telling her about your book, and she was very, very interested because of, you know, the part about saying that it's deeper rest than sleep. Now, you say in your book that you still need sleep, you know, that it's, you know, uh, that sleep is still important, but that this being very, very deep rest, she was very interested because uh, she's having such trouble in her life. Um, and, and one of the other things you say in your book, too, is that um, you can't go into it expecting results because the healing is on some level that you're, we can't say, okay, I need this bone to heal right now or, uh, you know, uh, that we're not directing it. Like, for example, in the other healing methods that I do, um, we command a healing on a, of a specific thing or we look for underlying imbalance of a specific illness and remove those, whereas this is healing at a level and we don't have that control about where it is so my personal experience was very interesting and probably not very attractive to most people you know wanting to learn QE but I know the value of it is that I remember the first night I I did it uh, right before bed and um, I had these niggly you know hip and muscle trigger point issues that I've had since my fibromyalgia and I was you know healing from Lyme and things like that and so I did this for about oh, gosh, maybe, you know, 10 minutes, and I thought, oh, I think it feels better, and, you know, I went to sleep. Well, I woke up the next day in pain, <laughs> and I was like, oh, let's see, let's check my, li-. so I did my other healing, uh, you know, assessments, and my lymphatics were kind of um, blocked, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, but I know it's a healing reaction, so, you know, I did my other methods, asked what's going on, and it's, and basically, it, I was healing from a very, very, very old, old, old infection that had been, yeah. you know, trucking along happily. Uh, but now suddenly, it's like, uh-oh, it's healing now. And so I was going through this pretty intense, like, detoxification healing reaction, which, you know, wasn't dangerous. So it was a little uncomfortable. Um, and this went on for weeks. <laughs> But um, but I knew, you know, because I could do this muscle testing things like that what it was from that, and and I get this kind of healing reaction when I'm healing something pretty significant. Um, so I would love to say my pains disappeared for me personally, but it didn't. But I know there's tons and tons of people that have had that happen in your workshops. Yeah, and it hasn't for you yet. And and here's it's it's important to understand um, how how this works. It's it's you know, your body does the healing. QE doesn't do the healing. Your right. body and your mind do. So your body and mind just need the right circumstances. It just needs the right uh, attitude for healing. And uh, I don't mean attitude, mental attitude. I mean, uh, let's say situation. Now, that starts with a very deep rest. That's, that's what we're getting. Now, how your body reacts is going to be different. Everybody heals differently. Even though we put patients in different categories, each of us heals uh, differently. And, and we have a different, um, let's say, a chronology to the way, uh, or uh, actually, uh, yeah, chronology is probably the best way to say it, how things 
uh, happen and how, how we get ill. And uh, so if we try to figure it out as a physician and we say, oh, well, the patient needs this, the patient needs that, we may not know that on a deeper level something else has to be healed first before the, the more superficial problem mm-hmm. uh, can be healed. For instance, a trigger point, you know that's not your problem, that's your symptom. And right. So what is the major thing? So your body knows how to heal. It does if it's given a chance. And that's what QE does. It gives it a chance. And um, uh, you will find that um, uh, symptoms can go away very quickly. Uh, first of all, let me say this. You cannot do any harm with QE, nothing. You cannot. It's impossible to hurt yourself or someone else with QE. That's the first thing. Secondly, if you want to do another technique, I, a, first of all, a healing technique. QE is not really a healing technique. It's just a technique to experience that deep rest. If you want to do like Reiki, do QE first, and that allows you to get very organized, very settled, and in tune with your, if you want to say, your vital energy, your life's energy. Then do Reiki on top of that, and you'll be more effective. So uh, that's that's one thing. So a, any technique that you want to do is going to be enhanced. It's it's kind of like if you stayed up all night and you were totally exhausted and you try to do some healing technique. Uh, if you, you, you mm. would be less effective than if you got a, a good night's rest. That's that's the only that's the best way to say it. Oh so, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. So so there's no conflict. It's not like oh QE is the best healing technique. It's not even a healing technique. It is simply a technique to experience our deepest level of rest so that healing can take place quickly and deeply in the way that it has to for you. And that may not be the way you want it to. Right. We'll have people, up, <laughs> we'll have people come up with a shoulder problem and uh, and they, they forget about, uh, you know, they may limp up uh, because they've had uh, maybe a, an injury since childhood they've just given up on. They say, oh, I've got this shoulder problem. And what happens is the healing goes is very deep, and it goes to that that limp, that that original injury first. And uh, you know they it's, they're quite amazed. There's no change in their shoulder, but by God, I can walk for the first time in 30 years or something. Mm. So it's it's we are not you know no physician, no technique ever healed. It's it's that orderliness, that harmony that comes from deep rest. That's what healed. Now and and I, that's what I call you feeling. Oh, yes. And the deep rest, now you mentioned um, some studies. Uh, I'm curious, uh, is there a particular brainwave state that uh, is going on when we're in you feeling? That's very interesting. It's a beautiful question. Um, There are, in terms of brainwaves, there are three major kinds of meditation. There's the one where we focus on something intently, like focusing on a candle flame, focusing on love, you know, opening ourselves to to uh, compassion and joy, but focusing on it. That mm-hmm. elicits a certain kind of a brainwave. Uh, and, and we don't have time to go into the specifics, but um, just so you know the three categories. The second kind is more like the Zen mind, you know, the no mind kind of thing. And that's mm-hmm. an observation. Rather than focusing, it's more of an observation. That elicits a different brainwave. And then there's the what they call the automatic self-transcending. That is, you just start it, and then all of a sudden you experience a very deep rest. Um, 
that, uh, now the first two, the focus and the no mind, to get, and you already have noticed this, people who have been doing a meditation in, for a long time, they don't seem to be changing any in their activity. And this is the proof of the pudding, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That, that their lives improve. Well, it turns out that it takes a minimum of 15 years, usually 20 to 30 years, to start seeing the effects of those first two, the, the focusing and the observation, in activity. You, you'll get changes in the meditation, but they don't spill over. The third one, the automatic self-transcending, effects start showing up in activity in our daily routine in as little as three weeks. Now, wow. QE starts there, but when you that would be a sitting meditation, and QE begins with that. We experience this thing called pure awareness, and again, we don't have time to go into this, but it's it's well documented. Uh, you you experience pure awareness, and then instead of coming out and just doing something, you stay there. When we do QE, when we become aware of you feeling, we are working at a very quiet level in our daily activity, and uh, and when we do that now, we're experiencing a fourth. Uh, kind of brainwave pattern. And uh, this this is where we put the QE experience. Um, in, in If you start to do more in-depth uh, in work with QE, you'll actually, we actually take that first state of deep rest and then we have other techniques where we do focused awareness like uh, focusing on love and then um, the observational kind of things. And uh, Without doing QE, it's laborious. It's it's a you must you must make yourself sit down. You must make yourself do it. But when you experience you feeling first, it's all a joy and it comes automatically. Again, mm. if it isn't easy and it isn't fun, it isn't QE. Oh, that's really cool. This, uh, so, yeah, I'm really into brainwave stuff. So, <laughs> uh, oh, good, good. Uh, drop me a you know, drop me a quick email, and I'll I'll uh, send you uh, uh, that research that I just uh, cited there. Oh, fantastic! Great. And uh, before we go, we want to make sure. Well, I have another question about desire in a moment, but we want to make uh-huh. sure that people know that um, you're uh, you've uh, generously given uh, some coupon codes for us for the week of August 24th through the 31st. And the first is 50% off the book, The Secret of Instant Healing. That's the book that I started with. And it's simple enough that even a child can do it. And I do have a child in mind, <laughs> one of my patients, too, who is a born healer, I can tell. And he's going through a really hard time right now. Uh, but he's got that wisdom. you know. And I asked him, I said, if, if it's possible for you to touch someone and to heal them, um, instantaneously, would it be worth all the pain that you're going through right now and what you're experiencing? And he looked at me and he said, "Yes, it would." <laughs> you know, beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was well, cool. Yeah. So here's the coupon code for the 50% off at the Secret of Instant Healing. And I know at the Kinslow System. dot com, you can actually go to the shop. And if you're on my mailing list, it's probably the easiest thing to do because we're going to email you the exact link and the discount code for the 50% off the book. The discount code is Dr. Can S-I-H, which stands for Secrets of Instant Healing. So all one word, D-R-K-A-N-S-I-H 2015. And again, that is valid through um, August 31st. And the other is 20% off the Quantum Entrainment Basic and Advanced Webinar that is going to go through. It's, it's like 10 lessons from uh, September 22nd through December 14th. 
And that discount code is Dr. Can Webinar 2015, all one word. So D R K A N Webinar 2015. And again, valid uh, through 8:30 uh, uh, August 31st. And again, if you're on my mailing list, you don't have to memorize all this stuff. We'll we'll uh, be posting that uh, in our newsletter. Um, and Frank, before we go, I really want people to get a little, you know, thing a little hint about some of the stuff in your book about manifesting. Because I, you know, when I was reading about, you know, meditation and learning spiritual practices and Buddhism and things like that, um, I was really kind of upset uh, because I felt like I was being judged for having desires uh, and yeah. for wanting a better life or wanting, you know, more comfort in my life. Uh, and and I, I, I felt like I shouldn't have desires and the desire is like the the root of all evil and so when i read your perception of desire and manifestation and how we can use your process to manifest enjoyable things i was so relieved so maybe you can give us you know our audience a little tidbit on that well certainly and if the uh, if the listeners want you know the, the full understanding and and uh, an understanding of how the law of attraction really doesn't work and how science is showing that positive thinking, trying to make yourself happy and desire good things, uh, is actually harmful. They can get a hold of my book called "When Nothing Works, Try Doing Nothing," mm. and uh, that will be explained in there and the science to go along with it. But um, but basically, uh, desires are normal. And when we lack, we have a desire. Now, there are superficial desires and there are deep desires, and then there's the ultimate desire. Now, when we experience you feeling, we are fulfilling the ultimate desire. So when I do the uh, the QE intention technique, what we do is we first go to you feeling. Now, normal intention work, for instance, um, says, okay, uh, this is what I want. I want a new house. Okay, how do I get it? Well, I'm going to do uh, some special things to, to attract. Um, you know, I'll do intention work and I'll do the law of attraction. And uh, m- mythically, uh, this this will show up and we'll get it. And, uh, you know, it, it, doesn't, it actually doesn't work. It, it works less often than just mere chance. The, the reason that happens is... Um, that uh sorry about that so the the reason it happens is because we are going on the level of desires of what i call common conscious mm-hmm. and that is that is fear driven that is um driven from the the need oh i want something why do you want it well it it really never uh uh manifests uh, i mean it, you, we really don't understand from the deepest level why we want that new car or a new relationship but when we experience do the QE intention and experience you feeling, immediately the desire is fulfilled. Immediately the desire is fulfilled. Now, the manifestation comes more from a quantum mechanical level than than a Newtonian, classical Newtonian level. Again, um, this is explained in detail in in, uh, Nothing Works. But um, what happens is you're more likely to get the rent if you don't have the rent if you're not worrying about it for one thing right. and you're now you're now the mind is at peace it's more harmonious um, amazingly things start to 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 
come into your awareness and you say, "Hey, there's a good idea," or people will come in because they're they're uh, you know they're you're not uh, stressed out and they're just saying, they'll come in and they'll be helpful and the next thing you know the rent is there or you may have a whole new house without rent or something like that. You 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 will always get more than you desire. Then if you want something, it's different than something you need. And so when you experience you feeling, you actually get what you need rather than what you want, which can take you down the wrong path. So it's all taken care of naturally. You don't have to try to do anything with this. It just works without effort. Yeah, that's the part that's the most attractive because uh, so many people, you know, I teach some, you know, law of attraction, the traditional, here, you know, you create your intention and then you visualize or meditate, you know, with all the cells of your body that it's already here and then you have to remove these blocks to your manifesting or you know, do all this deep work and a lot of people just, you know, don't have the patience, or, you, know, well, uh, you know, to do you're it. Trying to, you're trying to do nature's work for it. It already yeah. knows how to do that. So. What we do, we have to do it that way when we don't know a, a better way, a more harmonious way. And, um, um, you know, if if that really worked, uh, if it was a scientific technique, by the way, the law of attraction, what, uh, what science do you think that comes from? Chemistry, biology, physics? I would say quantum well, physics. Right. Absolutely none of those. It does not exist <laughs> in science. It's made up. Somebody fabricated this law of attraction and then brought some 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 real laws and some pseudo laws and some fantasy all together. And so what happens is uh, it, it's a justification. But one of the things about science is that you can duplicate the results. Now, I know a very popular author who wrote a very popular book in 2007 on the law of attraction, and, and it sold millions of copies worldwide. That author wrote a second book that wasn't nearly as successful. Now, uh, are we to think that she had the intention? She's, she's the master of it. She's teaching us how to do this law of attraction and, and intention. Are we to think that she had an intention that her second book would be less popular and reach less people? Mm-hmm. And by the way, the, the third book was even less uh, popular. So you see, even the master, the one who's teaching us this, hasn't been able to duplicate the results. So when you look at it, and you're very logical, you're very perceptive, you'll see that. When you look at it, the, uh, the it just does not, from a scientific standpoint, it just does not work. I hate to, I hate to be the bearer of those titles. However, there is, there is something that does, and it works immediately to fulfill the desire which is the main thing. After the desire is fulfilled, see, in traditional attention work, you go, uh, you, you go through a process and then you hope to have your desire fulfilled by getting what you want. When you do QE, you immediately get what you need and the desire is fulfilled. And then what you uh, uh, want may or may not come, but certainly what you need will be given to you in greater and greater quantities and quality. Mm. Well, and, really and you, when people used to make fun of people that would just, you know, uh, try to, you know, do this intention work, I want a million dollars, and then uh, think that the bag of money is going to drop on their head if they don't do something. You know, it was all about putting that, you know, the 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 movie, the secret, you know, into action. The people just thinking they could just sit there and just think themselves rich. And in some ways, we're going full circle because. <laughs> 
and you know, uh-huh. using quantum uh, entrainment intention, that there's some a little bit of truth about that. You know, it's not that a bag of money is going to you know drop on your head. You're going to get what you need, not necessarily the way you want it to happen. But you uh-huh. literally can sit there and do QE, and your life will unfold. Well. You know, I could use my own life as an as an example. At sixty one, my health my was bad. I was in deep, deep, deep debt, and uh, and, and I didn't go after trying to get money to pay off my bills. Um, the interest on my loans was greater than the money I was making every month uh, alone. I simply uh, discovered this, and then I didn't worry about trying to to do this. I followed my bliss. I followed this you feeling, and I started teaching it. And um, literally within a year, uh, my health had improved significantly. I was totally out of debt, and uh, my relationships improved and so on and so forth. But I didn't say, okay, now I'm going to get out of debt. Okay, I'm going to increase my health. I didn't have to do that. I simply Mm. experienced that field of life that is so vibrant, and and it it wants to nurture it. It wants to, to be fulfilled, but it has to be recognize you have to become aware of it once you do that it it, it, it's like getting in the water you know you can say well i'd really like to get wet here uh, and stand at the edge of the pool (laughs) but until you take you take the right angle you you're going to get wet because gravity is going to pull you right in you don't have to do anything when you take the right angle qe is is taking the right angle and then you feeling is pulling you in to that Mm. pool you see so it, all the laws are set up. It's just that we've been fighting them. We've been, you know, looking. All I'm saying is you've been trying this and trying that. Now stop trying and look over here. You've been looking in this direction, and it's a lot of work, and you get some of the things you want, but overall life is still a struggle. It gets much, much easier if you just look this way. Here's a path, if you will, or here's a perception is a better way of saying it. You're perceiving the dead dog, and I'm saying, well, look, here's the sunset. Look at that. And it's just that simple by turning around and looking, perceiving something different. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful. I, it, uh, you know, I totally resonated, you know, reading your book, and I know that you have this background that you weren't just, you know, um, taking this out of non-experience or just even just your personal experience because you've helped so many different people. And like I said, uh, you know, some of the other healing systems I use – um, you know, specific things are too, they're co- kind of complicated for the average person who's an, a lay person to do to help themselves. Um, like even you know, muscle testing. I teach self muscle testing, and some people are like I can't get it. I can't get it. It's too hard. I can't get it. You know, they won't practice yeah, it. Sure. But with your system, I mean, uh, like totally children. You have a whole sections in your books about how to teach children, and you have you know some CDs uh, in in at your website. Um, to help children understand, you know, and they naturally can do it once they're they're kind of guided to do it. Yeah, and if you like, we really have uh, online there uh, a full, fully illustrated children's book called Martina and the Ogre, and uh, it, it, it it talks about a young girl who has physical disabilities and and how she overcomes them. But there's a there's a mean ogre. It's a fairy tale. It's a, there's a mean ogre who lives under the bridge, and now the, the village has to, they can't go and enjoy the lake and that. And so she just one day goes off, and, and uh, she, her parents taught her how to go to her happy place. 
she goes and, and talks to the ogre who wants to eat her, and, and uh, she talks to him, asks him a couple of introspective questions, and pretty soon uh, he stops trying to do anything. He becomes a sort of non-doing, and then uh, she teaches him to go to her ha- his happy place and uh, saves the day, you know. That's, oh, that's short. But it's beautifully illustrated by a Czech, uh, the Czech national artist. Uh, uh, so they're rich and full. Um, it's a, it's a nice so, so if you it's something that you can actually uh, present to your children and it's a joy. We also have a a Blu-ray uh, DVD of those you know that story. Oh, fantastic! So the website everyone who's listening in is www.kinslowsystem.com, all one word. So K I N S L O W S Y S T E M dot com and to make sure you're on my mailing list so you can get those awesome discount codes and I hope Frank you don't mind if people buy like bundles of your book is that okay? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to give out to friends and family and you know that kind of thing. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, so thank you so much, Frank, for your time and uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing you either you know on a call or webinar or one of your oh, I suppose when you're back in America one of your workshops. Yeah, yeah. In person, that would be fun. It's been my joy. You're absolutely a delightful interviewer, and I appreciate that. Ah, thanks so much. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening in to this very special call. Thank you so much, Frank. Bless you. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing in the world. Okay, and uh, we'll see you around, not just you personally, but everyone. Sooner or later, everybody's going to enjoy just simply being with themselves and uh, enjoying this QE. So sooner or later, we'll touch base with everyone. Woo-hoo, great. So thanks, everyone, again, for listening.